Welcome, Sales Ninjas. I'm your host, Jay, a.k.a. Sales Ninja, seven-figure high-ticket closer of the Sales Ninja Show. I have a special guest and student that we will be interviewing who had no previous offer, and she was able to go from zero to 30K in under uh, 120 days. So the title, I think it said 40K in 90 days, but it's actually 30K, I correct myself, 30K in about 120 days with no previous offer. That is extremely hard to do. We have Rebecca, also known as Betagram. Is that how you pronounce it? Betagram. <laughs> Betagram, okay. Yeah. Betagram um, from London, UK. So you're outside, that is not a virtual video. That is an actual uh, scenery from London, UK. Uh, today's sponsor for the Sales Ninja Show is Q Sciences. And these are vitamin sprays that I personally use, B12, complex B12, vitamin C plus zinc, and uh, vitamin D3. And I'll show you, uh, because it's better caught than taught, taste and see that it's good. And they're sublingual sprays that go straight into the bloodstream and have a 96% absorption rate into your bloodstream. And I also, I'm taking a Q-Rev, which is an energy drink that helps you have zero energy crash and uh, laser focus so that you don't have brain fog. So I'm actually drinking this every single day. It really works and it's amazing. So welcome, welcome Rebecca and welcome to the Sales Ninja Show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. It's my first time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it sure is. And so we've known each other from another uh, mastermind hero uh, by the name of Akbar Sheikh. So shout out to Akbar Sheikh, who is also one of my mentors and coaches who helped me with my mindset to help uh, hit 100K in 100 days. And so wow. thank you, Akbar Sheikh, for the Six Figure Trophy Award. Uh, it's beautiful. And truth be told, on my landing page, I actually superimposed a um, made-up Six Figure Trophy on my website that looks like this. And one of the students in Akbar Sheikh says, if anyone wants to kind of super, super, sorry, super impose their name so that they can future pace. Um, he would do that. So I got that done and it was put on my website for uh, months and months and months until I actually reached it and proved to Akbar Sheikh that I actually achieved those numbers. And then he kindly mailed me the trophy. So that was really, really exciting. So Rebecca, you're well on your way. And I think when I first met you in the Akbar Sheikh group, um, you were doing a couple of different things. You were backpacking in 70 plus countries. Uh, you were doing a business where you learn Chinese in 12 weeks. And you were also growing an Instagram uh, a backpacker, backpacker Becky uh, Instagram group pretty quickly with amazing pictures and video footage from all over the world. So tell us uh, about yourself and where you were before we met. Okay, so um, I started my entrepreneurial journey um, 2020 lockdown in July, and I built a business from scratch from Chinese, it's called Chinese in 12 Weeks, and I basically built that with my partner, my business partner, um, and she was the teacher in Chinese in 12 Weeks, and I was the marketer, and I built it all through Instagram, so I have been growing my own account for the past few years, backpacking just socially and just for fun. And so I already knew how to do it. I thought, okay, I can do this for a business. And I did. I 
grew it all the way to 18,000 followers, 18.2 thousand followers in nine months. Um, we got 1,658 emails and we grew it so much that it was so organic and we really built a community around it. So that's what I really teach other people to do is make sure you're not just growing an audience, but make sure you're building a community of people. So you don't just want the numbers, the followers, because it, the most important thing is building that tribe who are your super fans. So wow. that's, yeah. And then the, the Instagram business started because I, we put the Chinese in 12 weeks business on pause. It was doing some sales, but we didn't really know how to market ourselves um, in that place, which who should we focus on, which kind of audience. So then I changed to Instagram. Oh, how about I help other businesses to grow on Instagram? I know the exact same methods. I can use the same methods that I did for my business and I have the proof that I've done it before. Okay. So when, uh, before I met you, you were doing all these different things with the, um, the, the learning Chinese in 12 weeks and putting that on hold. You were traveling quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, you had no offer when you joined my program and we're trying to figure out what to do. And I think I declined you a couple of times and you were very persistent because you were like, I need to learn what you're doing. I need to learn how to sell better. And I, I think I said something to the effect of, I don't think I can really help you. I usually don't help people who don't have an offer. I usually don't help people who don't have proof or social authority and yeah. case studies and videos and all these different things. And you're just like so persistent and you're really good at that, that kind of hunger, that grit, that go-getter mentality that um, you entered the program. And I said, I don't know if I can get you any results, but you definitely can learn some sales ninja strategies and tactics. And so there you joined the program yeah. and we started to get on some calls. And I said, your Instagram went from zero to 18,000 followers in nine months. And you were like, yeah. And I said, was that using paid ads or bots or boost threads and all this stuff? And you're like, no, that was all organic. And I said, that's your superpower. She goes, what? And I think at one point you said, you know, traveling and making money as a backpacker. Because no, 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 yeah. no, you're the Instagram growth domination queen where you can yeah. help take over and manage Instagram accounts, help grow them from scratch or existing and enable them to grow in the hundreds or thousands, depending on where they are in their Instagram account help them increase their engagement, help them get more uh, appointments and DMs in the, or book calls in the DMs. Was that, was it something like that? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I had no idea on what I was going to offer them, uh, offer people, but you said, this is your superpower. This is how you can uh, like get people in. And yeah, the way we did it and grew our audience on Chinese in 12 weeks was we had people reaching out to us. We didn't even really need to prospect as much and reach out to other people they were reaching out to us because our content was so good we, we had free flashcards all the time we had a movie list that the our community built so we reached out to our audience and said who would like to um, recommend a movie so we would send we built a movie list based on our followers based on what their recommendations were we built a song list for that too we gave everything away that we could possibly for free and then we said okay we've built this audiobook who would like it now it's time to give um give us your email how this is the next step and then asking we did go through a series of questions and I really think questions is really important in your business no matter what niche you are in if you make sure you have the questions right that's how you're going to get people to connect with you and maybe want to get on a phone call so we would always ask their level what they tried so far um where are they currently at 
where's the desired goal and then how how would you like to get there okay well we have this free thing or would you be open to jumping on a call and okay I think wow <laughs> okay that's amazing so everyone who's tuning in if you can give us a hashtag live if you're watching uh, live if you can give us hashtag replay if you're watching the replay also let us know what city you guys are tuning in from i'm in toronto canada and our Instagram growth domination queen, uh, Rebecca, is in London, UK. Is that London. right? London, UK? Yes, London, okay. yeah. <laughs> so it looks like it's been sunny and warm there lately, no? It has. We've had a heat wave. I think everywhere in the world has as well, haven't they? But Seems yeah, like it. Super hot, super hot. <laughs> okay, okay. So um, you, were, you were saying some interesting things that I think uh, may have gone over people's heads that I want to kind of slow down and go back to. So with your Chinese and uh, learning Chinese in 12 weeks and you had certain um, kind of like lead magnets or things that would help you grow an email list. You talked about um, flashcards. You talked about uh, a movie list. You talked about songs or song list. Um, yes. What was the free audio book about? Is it was like language uh, flashcards? Was it what was it? It was some um, sentences like learn the first eight. It was like eight compliments you'll want to hear in Chinese. So when, you're, when you visit as a, a foreigner, we call ourselves. So if you go and you're not Chinese and you go into the country, you're most likely to be complimented, whether that's on your hair or on your eyes or like, yeah, they really do compliment you about your looks. So we thought it would be a good idea for, to listen out for things that they would hear very often. So we created this audio book and that's when people had to give their email. But before that, we thought, okay, what, how much value can we give away for free? So we'd send it over, like the movie list would be over uh, the DMs, or if they would like, would you like us to send it to your email? And then, then we have their email straight away. And then the flashcards, we'd make all their flashcards. Um, each week would be a different theme, like one would be social media, one would be about like YouTube words. So things that they might not see in a, a textbook you know so something that they cannot see very often so what, what's uh, interesting to me is learning chinese in 12 weeks um so you're a foreigner you're in i think yeah. china and you're mm -hmm. teaching foreigners or uh, like um english speaking foreigners how to speak chinese which is interesting because yeah. usually it's the opposite way around you're in yeah. china or korea and you're teaching english at a hagwan or a Korean or a Chinese uh, yeah. uh, school where you're teaching English it's like the complete opposite yeah exactly yeah and I think that's where we got our audience not wrong but I think people going to China they don't really want to spend a bunch of money like learning how to get there because they're most likely going to China to earn money because it's really it's a good salary uh, so maybe if we targeted people who were like learning wanted to learn Chinese for their career so for example, a real estate person in the mm -hmm. U.S., something like that. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm just thinking with the business principles and, and the sales into growth strategies, like you're yeah. in a starving market where you're in China, where you have a billion people, um, and a lot of them would probably want to learn English, and they probably want to learn English from someone who's from like England with that British accent, right? Because it's like, <laughs> it always sounds yeah. better when someone speaks with an Australian or a British accent. Um, yeah. And people are like lured by the British accent, blonde hair, blue eyes. Those are all things that, you know, are 
uh, enticing for, you know, uh, <laughs> like Asians or Chinese, right? So yeah. uh, there's something to be said there. So with the flashcards, the movie list, the song list, the free audio book, uh, giving as much value for free, how many emails did you collect and how long? Um, we got 1,658 emails in nine months. Wow. And did you um, market uh, using email marketing with that? or? Yeah, three times a week we'd send an email out. One would be with flashcards. Another would be like a testimony to book a call. And then another would be a case study. Like, look at this person. Okay. They started with us here. And we did um, a beta program where like we had, so just so we could see, okay, these 12 people, or I think there were seven in the end, these seven people we made it from week one to week 12. These are the results. And so they okay. can see. Okay. So for those of you guys watching here, um, what more importantly than the learn Chinese uh, in 12 weeks is how uh, Rebecca went from no offer, no social proof, pivoting her offer to become this Instagram growth domination queen to take a, a brand new offer, which we wouldn't, we weren't even sure if it would work. Um, but yeah. from the numbers that I think Rebecca, and you can, you know, explain this to the rest of the people who are watching, you basically did about 30 K. I think you did more contracted revenue, but cash collected was 30 K uh, in less than 120 days with no offer. Can you explain um, before and after and, you know, what that process was like? Because a lot of people who have no offers or even have an offer, they're in scarcity mindset. They have limiting beliefs. They're fear of failure. They don't have confidence in themselves. And here you are with nothing. And you're just going like bulls by the horn straight out of the gate. And you're like crushing $30,000. Like that's unheard of. Tell us more about that. Yeah, I think, um, well, first of all, I think you really helped me with this, Jay, where it's really important to get your environment right. You have to make sure that you're in a, an environment where people are supportive of you and if they are doubting or they are maybe not believing in your business and not believing that you can get there you have to get out of that household or you have to get out of that limiting mindset um, area because that's really going to affect your mindset so number one believe 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 and Akbar Sheikh always says that in his um, training that was his like week one training and yeah, you are always mindset, yeah. about that yeah mindset is key um, so that is really important. And then I think at the start as well, just I started very small with uh, one or two clients, um, offered them like an Instagram, just half of the Instagram growth that I'm doing now. So they like one client, she just wanted someone to design all the stories and do the posting for the stories. So I started small and then I thought, OK, what are the pain points? So I asked people, okay, what do you need? What are you struggling with? And I found people were struggling with reels and they wanted to know how, to, um, wanted someone to video edit their reels. So I included that in my package. And then they also wanted people to engage. So they wanted their engagement and reach up with their ideal clients. So more ideal clients were going to be seeing that page. So I added that to my package. And then I so I asked people, well, what are your, what are you struggling with now? Oh, well, I want to get appointments booked and, and booked calls on my, um, on my Instagram. So, okay. So I can include that in my package. So I kept building and adding on everything that people were saying. People had these pain points. How can I cater for that? So that's how I was structuring my offers. And then I obviously asked you, okay, what can I do? Like, how can I create this offer and structure it in a way where I'm going to be offering value 
and it's not going to um it's not going to take too much of my time but it's not it's not going to be um to like it's going to be enough so i can use that time as well as get paid for what my for my hours as well amazing so for those of you who are watching out there that don't understand what an instagram growth domination queen can do before rebecca um i had an old instagram account that had 1300 followers and it was stuck there i'm talking not even for weeks or days or months but years in fact i was losing five to ten followers every single month i wasn't gaining i was posting i was consistent but i had no clue i didn't have a strategy uh i didn't have a a brand. Uh, I didn't. In, I didn't even know the engagement uh, tactics that uh, Rebecca knows and has learned since launching her business. So as I was kind of like, my ship was sinking, so to speak, with my old Instagram account. She actually started a brand new Instagram account, and I was just like, "Gosh, like, how long is that going to take? It's taken me five plus years to get thirteen hundred followers." How on earth are you going to get any any followers or views with a brand new account right from scratch? And then I said, okay, you know what? If this is what you can do and you've done, what is it, 18,000 uh, followers in nine months with your own account, then you obviously know way more than me. And I literally grow a brand new Instagram account from zero to 3,500 plus followers in 90 days, okay, uh, in Every single post, they were getting 350, 400, 500 likes or more with 40, 50 plus comments per post. And with uh, the help of uh, Left Terrace, who is our in-house video Jedi, um, and Rebecca's Instagram engagement uh, domination strategies, uh, we were able to get about over 250,000, 250,000, okay, uh, real views with the Instagram reels from the video reels that we were um, producing and what Rebecca was posting through her pre post and post post engagement strategy. And there's a whole, there's a whole strategy to it that, you know, is her secret sauce, but based from that, that was able to get uh, massive engagement, more DMS and book calls. So that is all amazing. I mean, you were kind of doing it, but you didn't realize you can monetize it. So tell yeah. us um, more about, you know, how people can uh, do what you do, not do what you do, but um, maybe hire you because it's too hard for the rest of us. Okay. It's too hard for me. I don't, I don't even enjoy doing it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> how, how do people get to work with you? And then we're going to spend the last half of this call to help you get unstuck and help you get more clarity and move the needle in your own business. Yeah, I think basically, I think social media is a full time job. And I really think that if you are a, an entrepreneur, and you just really want to say you're a life coach, and you're just focusing on your life coaching clients, you don't want to be designing the content, finding people on social media, um, DMing people all the time, really reaching out to your prospects and getting those booked calls, you kind of just want the ideal situation for you is just having those in your calendar already. So you're just answering the call and doing what you love teaching and about life coaching. And that's, I think that's what we always say, don't we? Like you do what you do best and outsource the rest. That's what you say. Yeah. Jay. <laughs> yeah. I got that so, from Akbar Sheik actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think I remember Akbar too saying yeah. it. So yeah, definitely like, delegate as much as you can and do, do things as an entrepreneur that light you on fire and really like you feel so passionate about and then 
get somebody else to do something that they're passionate about to you towards your business because I really do feel like if you have all of, of that energy on your account and on your like business as a whole then you're really going to see those results hmm interesting um Awesome. So let's let's dive right into your business um, because we want to help you get unstuck because this is the Q&A, take my money, hot seat, uh, get coaches and entrepreneurs unstuck. So what is the biggest area of challenge or confusion or clarity that you want to get to help you get to the next level? Um, great question. So I have um, quite a few clients now and I'm worried that I'm going to be running out of time um, to mm -hmm. do everything. So I want someone to basically become me, like slice me in half and just do some of the work that I'm doing in the DMs, making sure that we've got the right scripts, um, making sure that we're choosing the right people. So I either want to train someone to do that or find an agency that are already doing it and doing it their way. But I think... Yeah. I'm leaning more towards training someone how to do it because I know I can get the results myself. Yeah. It's just about teaching someone how to do that. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's it's tricky. Um, and there's a lot of people that will outsource. Um, so I, I, a lot of mentors and gurus and experts will say, do what you do best, outsource the rest. Mm -hmm. um, and people will outsource through recruiting agencies or different marketing agencies um, or different setter, closer agencies. So that's all good and done. But um, many times, even in Facebook ads, Instagram ads, there's like these claims, we will get you X amount of appointments per month. And it's just like that shiny object syndrome because the number is so extremely high. And then, you know, yeah. because I'm a closer, I'm really good at sales. I'm like, gosh, if I got, you know, 50, 100, 200 book appointments per month and I close 50%, you know, I'd be making like a million dollars a month or $500,000 a month or whatever that number was. I'm like, that's, yeah. that's a piece of cake. And so mm -hmm. I've had multiple coaches that I worked with that I was closing for that were hiring these, you know, gurus and experts that claimed they could uh, guarantee or promise these X amount of booked appointments. And I would say there was a fraction of those appointments were booked, a fraction, maybe a quarter, uh, not even half, uh, maybe, wow. maybe, maybe, maybe less than a quarter, to be honest, 10, 20% of what they were promised. And yeah. it was underwhelming. Like I was mm -hmm. very, um, you know, and I wasn't even the coach that was hiring them. And I was very frustrated because I was the guy that was supposed to be getting the layup or the alley-oop to slam dunk these um, offers. But my counter wasn't getting booked to the degree that they were saying. So um, this is called the sales, sales acceleration formula by uh, Mark Roberge. And he is one of the HubSpot um, founders and he went from zero to $100 million. And so in the third chapter where he talks about finding top performing salespeople, you talked that the one of the biggest challenges you have as you have a growing number of clients, which is a great problem to have, is to duplicate yourself yeah. because time is an issue. I've got the same problem myself. So before we go outsourcing, and uh, you know, I was reading this book because I always like to trade results with people who are ahead of me and are getting the results that I want. So I'm like, okay, $100 million or someone like Alex Hormozzi, uh, who is doing you know crazy numbers. I always try to listen to them because I know that they're getting results and they've proven themselves. So chapter number three says, um, do not hire a recruiting agency. Do not build a corporate recruiting team. Build a recruiting agency within your corporation. And basically what they're saying is leadership is best homegrown. Okay. 
Um, and really what you will find is when you have your own clients, your own students or people in your own program, they have the culture, the competency, um, the commitment, and they understand you as a leader, understand you as a business operator. And because they've been kind of, they drank the Kool-Aid of Rebecca with the Instagram growth domination. So maybe they're a client, maybe they're uh, interning, maybe they're an assistant. Then they've gone through the process. They've gone through the training. They've gone through the hoops. They've, they've actually done the work. That's where they're proven, tested, and true. And they actually believe in your mission. They uh, really value your values and the culture that you're setting versus when you're recruiting people on the outside where, you know, third world countries, for example, where they get paid, you know, very, very, very low wage. So language is an issue. Um, language uh, patterns and language uh, responses, as you know, and you can uh, comment on this in just a moment, they, they don't understand the cultural nuances sometimes. So mm -hmm. I actually had on my own setter from, you know, uh, the Philippines. God bless her heart. She was an amazing person. Mm -hmm. But in terms of uh, lead generation and replies, uh, it was... I want to say it was not only direct, which is quite harsh, but um, it lacked it lacked um, classiness, if that makes sense, or grace. It, it was kind of like just right straight to the jugular, right? And and people mm -hmm. were responding, saying like, you know, no, 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 thanks, or or gosh, if this is the way that you're going to talk to me, I'm definitely not interested, right? Or if yeah. you're going to go straight for the pitch, uh, which a lot of people hate then uh, that's not that's not what I thought you were doing in the beginning. So I started the conversation. Yeah. It was great. People want to get on a call. And then the VA or the setter comes in and they completely kill the conversation or kill the lead. Right? Oh, no. So yeah, you've got you've got a lot of experience because you've hired some people. So tell us your experience. Mm -hmm. Share your experience um, with us. I think it's really important that you have um, a VA that listens and i have two right now that are really really good and they mm. basically follow everything so my issue is like they don't take initiative for their own like they don't have any ideas of their own but that's great because even though they don't do that that at least they're listening to everything that i'm saying and they, they i have a bank of comments and messages that they can choose from so mm. that as long as they're using those sentences then it's absolutely mm. fine and most of the time they do use the same one or two sentences and if they are listening then I'm really happy um the the only other thing is like sometimes an account it will be maybe not an ideal client that they're messaging but I mean that's only sometimes and you have to forgive people for your mistakes I heard someone um I heard someone say if they can do 80 percent of what you do then then you're halfway there like if they are going to do 80 percent of of the work that you can do then that's fine so i think like giving them as much guidance as possible how like teaching them how to find these ideal clients and then just following up and making sure okay great work today i really like the messages that you sent um or, or like could you phrase it like this or make sure that we're including the name or taking an interest in their bio first of all so that's the part that they need a little bit more training on because that's where they have to think like oh what can i comment about their bio um 
so that can be a little bit tricky but on the most part it's really good and I think as long as you have someone that does listen and listens to your feedback and is responsive to that then that's going to be really really helpful for your business um okay you settle quiet yeah so now I'm looking at more okay how can I get people or maybe train them to maybe take a little bit more initiative in it so they're not just listening to my comments and my bank of like dms that they can choose from but actually how can they be like like more authentic but try to create a message themselves and then also they're just sending the first message so i'm replying to all of the others so Mm -hmm. maybe they can do some follow-ups as well later on Awesome. So I have a lot of uh, thoughts um, and yeah. those are great words of wisdom on things that I've experienced firsthand being on teams of like seven, eight, nine, uh, ten figure coaches. So a couple of things. Do you have a pen and paper or do you have a somewhere taking some notes? Yeah, I can have I can take some notes now. Maybe your phone or something like that. Yeah, my phone. So you said your biggest ch- challenge is as you're growing the number of clients, time is an issue. You want to duplicate yourself. You've told me yourself that you've hired all these different people and they've done uh, horrific jobs because they didn't understand. They didn't listen. They didn't, they weren't able to take initiative and think. So these are challenges that I face uh, myself every single day. So what, what these seven, eight multiple uh, figure coaches did, they created SOPs. Okay. Standard operating procedures. So when you're training and onboarding your, uh, let's call your VA setters or whatever they're called, uh, record your training in your Zoom calls, okay? Record those uh, training, um, have an outline, just like you do in our uh, social media Wednesdays where you have maybe a slide deck or a Google Doc where you have a systematic approach to get them into your mind, but you being able to teach them and verbalize the step-by-step process of you know, what is the genius inside and how do I explain it? And you're a teacher, right? How do you communicate yeah. that? So let's say it's a, I don't know, two week onboarding process, one week onboarding process or whatever. Let's yeah. say you have like, I don't know, let's say you have uh, eight training sessions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and each each training session is a separate um, training to help them do uh, language patterns, to help them initiate, to help them do uh, outreach to help them start conversations with variation uh, of replies, to help them book calls, uh, to help them find out where those links are to your calendar, um, you know, different things. So create SOPs, uh, record those calls. And when you do that, give them the guidance, help set them up for success, give them a feedback loop. Um, And one thing I've seen many coaches do is they'll do like a 30 day trial. They'll do like a post saying, we're looking at hiring I don't know, say three setters, right? Or VAs or whatever you call them um, to do. And then you share what the role and responsibility is, right? To do Instagram outreach, to engage, to do pre and and post engagement and to book calls or whatever is that their role is, okay? And then uh, what some coaches do um, is they say out of the three setters that you hire, so you interview them. um, So they can be in-house if you have a program like myself. So I'm actually uh, using my in-house team or clients and bringing them on board my own team is the best vetting process. And that's exactly what Mark Robert says. And even before I got to read this, I was actually doing it. Yay. One, one win for the day. Right. (laughs) Right. And you, you saw me doing this. My, you saw me doing this myself. Right. So I was like glad that I was on track. And so what you can do with the three setters that you 
bring on board and they do a 30-day trial is, you know, out of the three setters, we're going to have some KPIs, benchmarks, we're going to have some sales activities. So in your recording of your SOPs in your Google Doc or your Google Sheets, whatever you have, you can say, these are the benchmarks that you're going to have for daily, weekly, monthly, okay? So daily, I want you to do, let's say, 100 outreaches. Daily, I want you to do 50 um, pre, pre, um, uh, pre-engagement pre and post-engagement. So 50 and 50, that's another 100. Mm-hmm. I want you to do, let's say, 50 replies. or So whatever the numbers are, and they could be lower, they yeah. could be higher, whatever is whatever yeah. within reason. You don't want to kill people and make them burn out. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to do something within reason. And then you got to set the, the, the parameters as to how many hours are you expecting? How many days a week are you looking at? What is the compensation? So have that all yeah. laid out. Um, mm-hmm. And then you can do posts on certain Facebook groups where they actually have free, you know, 10,000 people in there looking for setting and closer jobs. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and they're people that do these viral posts and some of them get like 200, 300 comments of like me, 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 me. I want to oh, apply wow. as a setter or me. I want to apply as a closer. Okay. And then, you know, you have to have time to vet them. If you don't have your own program like myself where I can vet them and I can bring them in house. That is yeah. the next uh, thing you can do. So oh. from there, you can even say, um, so now you brought three people on board. They're going to yeah. be working with you for 30 days. It's a 30-day trial. Um, it's going to be, these are the benchmarks. These are the daily, weekly, monthly activities. After the 30 days, we're going to see who's the top performer. And out of the three okay. setters, we're going to keep one. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. So some of you may not agree with that methodology and that's okay. Whatever you're comfortable with. I'm just saying this is one of many uh, strategies that I've seen work quite well. Um, Is it a doggy dog world? It it is quite that way for setters and closers, because if you're not performing, you're not going to last. If you're able to You would employ them, would you? You would. They're they're subcontracted. Yeah. So Employee means like, you know, I'm going to be paying them a salary, whatever. But when I bring my team members on, uh, they're commission-based subcontractors. So they have their own company. Mm -hmm. And then um, whenever they uh, sell or close or set uh, whatever the parameters are, and I comp them, they send me an invoice. And then I send send them um, money. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. Commission-based is great. Yeah. I haven't worked with anyone like that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's different pricing models where depending on the kind of work, um, you can do hourly, you can do project-based, you can do monthly retainer, um, like the way people pay you, or you can do commission-based mm-hmm. because in my context, in my world, setters and closers typically, not always, uh, are yeah. commission-based where, you know, they'll get a commission on cash collected. There are some people who yeah. are, you know, further down the road who may offer um, like a, a retainer or like a monthly base salary yeah. of a thousand or a couple thousand plus commission plus bonuses. Um, those oh. are not the norm, but those yeah. are in, and they're looking for rock stars because if you're going to be paid a base salary, um, yeah. they're expecting, you know, time. They're expecting yeah. you to show up for all the meetings that, cause they have you on the hook now because now you're, you're paid and you gotta, you know, show up and, and to over deliver. Whereas if yeah. you're commission only, there probably is a higher attrition rate because, yeah. you know, people come and go, you know, they might be doing multiple, you know, side hustles. So mm-hmm. I know, you know, multiple seven, eight figure coaches that in the contract, 
they say, if you have a side hustle, if you have a part-time job, if you are building your own business, um, you are not allowed to join the team. So I had some uh, headhunters head that are like hotshot, you know, doing 500 to a million dollars a month that um, mm -hmm. headhunted me. And then that was one of their interview questions. Um, and I said, no, I'm building my own business. So we, we mm -hmm. had to disagree uh, because we couldn't, I couldn't do what they were doing in terms of expectations. No. And I think there's, 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 I think there's power in that um, because yeah. they're looking for someone who's going to be completely committed to them and going to completely uh, yeah. be a rock star closer. And mm -hmm. so I understand what they're doing and why they want to do it because they want to yeah. bring you into the team. They want to make a lot of money and they want you to make a lot of money. So it's, yeah. it's good. Yeah, definitely. And they're committed as well because they're committed to getting you results if they're commission based as well. That's right. Exactly. So those are some things that you can think about. I mean, there was a lot in there, but you can think yeah. about like the SOPs because I mean, you, you've been training all these different people. Um, but mm -hmm. the question is, are you recording the process? Because they say always track the progress. And I said this to you from day one, always yeah. track the progress of you growing, you know, certain clients accounts, certain kind of engagements before and after, because people want to see, you know, just like fitness coaches, how um, a guy went from, you know, 373 pounds to 160 pounds, right, in in, yeah. in 21 months or whatever, however long it took, right? Wow, And then, yeah. you know, dad bods who are, like, struggling, being mm -hmm. overweight, can't keep up with their kids, you know, are starting mm -hmm. to have some health issues, joint issues. They're like, oh, my gosh, that's exactly how I look. And that's how I want to look, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's really made me think, actually, about recording the Zooms. I hadn't thought of that. I've written it down, what some of the KPIs, but I haven't actually done a training on it where I've recorded a video. That's really good. Yeah. So you're already doing it. So might as well. Yeah. Um, you said, how do I duplicate myself? That's exactly yeah. how you duplicate yourself. You ah. say, OK, these are my, let's say, three setters. Mm -hmm. And you can say, you know, top performers going to stay. Here's the benchmarks and KPIs. Here's a daily activity. So you can have a Google sheet and say, I want you guys to fill these out on a daily basis. So let's yeah. say it's a hundred, you know, act sales activity outreaches. Right. And yeah. then the three of them will fill it in. So one of them does 83, one mm -hmm. of them does 54 and one of them does 27. Yeah. Okay? So now mm -hmm. you know where they stand for that day. And yeah. then by the end of the week, you know, if it's five days a week, they're supposed to hit 500. Okay. So wow. at the end of the week, the, the number one person is at, let's say 483, the second yeah. person's at 300 and the, the last person is at maybe 75. Yeah. Right. So you can say, okay, to the last place person, you got like a, a 325 to catch up for next week because you're behind. Wow. To the others, do you put them all in the same group and teach them like that or teach them separately? Same group. Same group. Oh, wow. It's Because in terms of like growing and scaling, uh, you're mm -hmm. teaching the same thing anyways. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And then they're all in the, you don't have to do three calls and you don't have to, uh, you know, when we do training and team calls, we always look at our numbers, right? The sales yeah. team would be like, okay, uh, Rebecca, here's your close rate. You're at 52. Jay, you're at mm -hmm. 25. You know, uh, Lefty, you're at 74, right? So who's in the lead? You know, what happened? How can we help you? Oh yeah, man, I didn't get enough sleep. I, you know, our, you know, our kids were up at night. Poppy was not feeling well. So 27% mm. close rate is not my norm. I'm usually at, at least 51%. Really, really sorry, guys. You know, I'm going to make sure I go to sleep earlier tonight. Yeah. Right? That's okay. Mm -hmm. So there's a reason 
But if I say, you know, 30 days in, I'm at 27% close rate, or let's say 17% close rate, and everyone yeah. else is at 30, 40, 50% of the other three closers or two closers. Um, and I'm just like, I'm binge net watching Netflix and Disney Plus and mm. taking time off and, you yeah. know, I'm really lackadaisical. And yeah. you know, I've been warned, I've been corrected, I've been, you know, shown grace, uh, you know, I'm, they're trying to, you guys are trying to help me to grow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's more like, Jay, what's going on? Are you, are you in this or not in this? Where, where's yeah. your heart? Yeah. I'm not yeah. really feeling it, man. I just, I just lost heart after day five. Right. And mm -hmm. if I'm being honest to myself, I don't think I'm fit to be in this team. And then, so I disqualify myself. So you don't have to fire them, which is beautiful. Yeah. Ah, so the, okay. be the, be the beauty of these SOPs and the metrics is that most of the time they will, they should know why they're not going to be able to continue on your team. Yes. And then maybe okay. that's feedback for you as well. Say you've set the parameters too high in terms of like what someone can do. Maybe it's yeah. too many for them. Yeah. So, um, so let's say you say to me, Jay, I can't do a hundred sets uh, a month. And then I'll be like, okay, um, let's, what is reasonable? And then I'll say, yeah. you know, when I was setting last month, cause I wanted to do a test, honestly, I was only able to set like 30. So why don't we change it to 30? Yeah. Right. And yeah, then let's yeah, do something that's good. reasonable. Um, and let's make sure that you're not redlining all the time because we want to make sure you're successful. And if you're committed to, um, you know, beta, is that how you say betagram? Yeah, betagram, beta. Betagram, beta I can't even say that. <laughs> betagram. And if you want to be on this team, uh, you know, we want you to grow. We want you to succeed. We want you to not just have a job, but we, we want you to have a career path right? yeah. where we can grow yeah. and scale to seven figures and beyond where we can have exactly. you know, 250 clients and then 2,500 clients. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good advice. Thank you so much, Jay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, record your training, set up Google mm -hmm. Docs, uh, set yeah. up your benchmarks. Um, you know, and when you, let's say you have uh, three people that you go through in 30 days in, let's say they all suck, right? <laughs> so you're like, yeah. gosh, guys, I mean, honestly, none of you guys were e even able to reach half the benchmarks that we're looking for. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to look for another three. I'm really sorry, guys, right? Yeah. And then so you, you get rid of all of them. And then mm -hmm. guess what happens when you get the other three, when you do the post, now you got a new batch. You just say, okay, I want you guys to watch the videos. Yes. Okay. I want you guys to look at the Google Sheets. I want you guys to look at the yeah. Google uh, Docs. I want you guys to look at the step-by-step -step process, okay? Yeah. And now it's all recorded. And I want you to go mm -hmm. through this two-week training, eight-week module, whatever it is. And yeah. you have a CRM that has the portal access to build your own training or course, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and then go through it and then, you know, you can have like a weekly call or even yeah. a daily call for the first week and say, okay, where are you guys stuck? How can I help? And then as they start to do the activity within the first 30 days, um, start to track their, their KPIs, you know, what are the yeah. numbers you're getting for your, D their outreaches, their DMs, their engagements, they got to post them daily. And then weekly you do a review and say, okay, these three people are doing, you know, first place, second place, third place, whatever. And then mm -hmm. try to understand how can we help you do a better job for next week? Yeah. Ah, oh, that's so good. I'm really going to try this. Thank you. It really works. And yeah. that's how you, that's how you um, really foster a rock star team. And, mm -hmm. you know, I was on, you know, a guy who was doing a million a month. He had a team of 50, right? Wow. So yeah. we, we had uh, daily check-ins, weekly check-ins, wow. monthly town halls, 
um, and then ca calls and meetings outside of that. And some of the calls were like, I'm not going to lie. They were, they were tough. Really? <laughs> like what the F is going on with you guys? Like, oh, I'm not no. going to swear. He's like, why is your close right here? Why is your follow-up? Wow. You know, you're only, yeah. you've only gotten 33 follow-ups in the whole week. I could do a hundred follow-ups a day or, you know, it was just, yeah. some of it was, some of it was angry. Um, yeah. And, and but you are a was... wizard as well, aren't you? <laughs> you are the best. Well, I always, the, I always try to reach the field. KPIs. Yeah. Yeah. Not always, but I mean, you know, always striving, but um, mm -hmm. you know, I think there's something about that, that when you hold each other accountable and that was in, in the last sales masterclass that I did mm -hmm. yesterday, you know, Greg Russell, our, our, our tech Jedi, he helps keep me accountable for my sleep. As soon as he stopped keeping me accountable because he thought I was already, you know, having this habit, which became a lifestyle, yeah. he didn't know that I fell off the tracks. Mm. Right? So my sleep was absolute down the drain. It was crap. My energy level was so low. My ready score yeah. was like 50s, 60s. As soon as he got me back on track because he didn't know I wasn't not on track, you know, I went from 50, 60 ready score to 80, 90. Wow. My energy, my energy just boom, boom, boom. I can think clearly. Let's I'm creative. Go. You know, go, go, go. And this is what I was even yeah. talking to you about. Like, you are a night hawk just like me. And yeah. When you can get good sleep, better sleep, and be active and energetic. You can think clearly. You can create better offers. Yeah. You can confidently sell your packages and yeah. increase your prices and so on and so mm -hmm. forth. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Anything else? Um, no, I always learn so much though from you, Jay, really. Like every conversation, I always get some little gold gem. I'm like, yes, I'm going to try this. It's a little golden nugget that I'm really going to implement into my business. So yes. And then yesterday's call was on fire as well. If you're not in Jay's mastermind, you why not is my question. Yeah. Because every single piece of advice is just amazing and really just levels up. I've never been in a mastermind like it. Like you just really level up in this. So thank you so much. Awesome. You're very welcome. If you want in and want to really, really get clear on your offer, really join an amazing community like Rebecca and other amazing rock stars and superstars to go from zero to hero, zero to Shiro. And join our free Facebook group at group.gosalesninja.com. If you're looking for free sales strategy, sales ninja advice, and free PDFs on increasing your social proof and collecting video testimonials in the guide section. Any last words, Rebecca, for all the people who are struggling with Instagram? Any advice that you like to give them? Um, I would just say delegate, delegate, delegate. If you are finding it too much or you're not sure on how to brand yourself, how to position yourself in the marketplace in your niche, then really just outsource it to an expert who knows and focus on what you love to do. So that's my advice. Yeah. <laughs> I would totally agree having worked with Rebecca and Lefty because what I could do was very, very limited and it was very tiring and I actually hated doing it. They took yeah. all the work off my plate and literally did a done for you Instagram solution, which I want to thank you uh, so much mm -hmm. for all your help and uh, the amazing work that you are doing to in increase your lead flow uh, to help you get more book calls. So on that note, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, sales without faith is dead. I, we <laughs> believe in you. We believe in the solution that you have. You are God's gift to the world. So we want you to sell more to give more.
Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, Rebecca, again for your time Thank today. Thank you. Thanks so okay. much. Bye, Talk everyone. Soon. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.